Yo, what up, what up? Share this to all my friends. Shit. Yo, what up, fam? We back. <laughs> yeah, I got I got disconnected off the net, man. Yo, what do you think about all that so far, though? Ooh, too much information. I know, right? I ain't even got Willie Jones on here. I got it. Yo, ask everybody to come in. I got to figure out how to use this clubhouse thing. But I'm about to get my um, computer back up by next week, yo. So... Hopefully I could I could operate. Uh, you this get your computer clean and all. Nah, actually my my computer went down like two weeks ago, so I just been using my little phone here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, this guy owes R. Kelly one point seven billion dollars. You heard how much he said was the um the access to the the thing, the transcript. How much? Two hundred. Two hundred dollars a day. Wow. Or something. Shit. Yeah, I have no idea how to shit. <laughs> yeah, he said two hundred to three hundred dollars a day, right? And and you get access to the transcript. Mm. That's why I'm like, the wealth, the wealth of information that Dana J has presented mm. to us. Phenomenal, man. I mean, y'all dream team, y'all held it down, yo. Real talk. Dana J and dream team. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for every black person out here. We should be thanking Dana J and the Dream Team for getting all Kelly out of this motherfucking situation. $200, $300 a day, and y'all ain't even got to be like Dana J found ways to make sure everybody still got access, yo. Mm -hmm. and, and you heard he went at, at y'all um, personally, too, right? Huh? He went at Dana J personally, too. Yeah, I, I met Dana before, like three years ago. Oh, that's what he said? Oh, you met Dana? Yeah, I met her three years ago, yeah. Oh, nice, man. That was at the um the rally? Yeah, the rally, yeah. Yeah, real stand-up dude, man. You going to Chicago on um, Monday, right? Yeah, hopefully I get my funds ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, but y'all y'all really saved this, man. Because mm. even Jim Derogatis is saying himself, right? He's like... Oh, mm -hmm. I saw this YouTube video. He's like, oh, no, forget the YouTube video. Check the transcripts that cost $300 a day to access. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Who he was talking about? He was talking about y'all. He was talking about Dana J. He was talking about Prima Donna. He was talking about Levi. What do you say about Dana J? He said, um, somebody who said, watch, they watched this YouTube video. Wait, let me see. Often uh, under the sway of their victimizers until it's too late and they wind up dead. Man, what are you talking about? There are people, so now it seems like a lot of this stuff was really covered up because there was money. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of just seeing that mother. You heard, you heard the part about Susan Loggins too, right? Yeah, yeah, right, cool, man. I didn't know when everybody, if anybody got cut out, you want to do more and what they need to bring in. And these women, one after another, after another, after another, coming into living. And you see, that's, she's just like my sister. She's just like my aunt. You know, you've seen these women for I sat one on one in coffee shop. Anyway, he has said, he has said, oh, people say, oh, I saw this YouTube video and, and this YouTube video. And he's like, oh, whatever. Um, check check the transcripts. Transcripts tell the truth. And none of this stuff is um, alleged no more. He can make convicted. I'm just like, this guy's fraud. Hey, what's up, Alicia, man? Respect. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm keep playing it, right? I might not be on this. I might not be able to switch back and forth too much. Dana's a mod. I don't know if I can make you a mod. 
um to miss what's up love you let's see if i yeah i'll make you a moderator too right miss lady t so if you want to call anytime you want to have a little dialogue or bring anybody up just bring them up you know what i'm saying okay i just press pause all right thanks yes ma'am um, you know, the man has not injured him. Well, he sometimes in the last four decades for two or two different enterprise in Chicago. Um, he married different names, refuses to be found. But, um, through, through all of this, I mean, does he need help? Does he have a we're not talking millions. We're talking about chunk change of which she kept yeah, 40%. All right. Y'all heard that part, right? She got 40% of every lawsuit. That means she was just running like a, a factory, just suing R. Kelly, suing R. Kelly, suing R. Kelly. The record companies are where Kelly is so is an odd combination of super street smart and dumb. And, you know, the first lawsuit, he actually tried to recoup the hush money to Tiffany Hawkins from his insurance company. Really? Yeah, he filed an insurance claim. He was actually left out of court on that one. But he filed a civil lawsuit. You know, insurance I think that's in your book. I yeah, I remember it. You know, this is why the book, even if you think you know everything about this story, um, look, there's two reasons for the book. Number one uh, is uh, a message about journalism, right? But number two is uh, these many, many systems that all failed, right? All failed these young black girls. And that is the term that we don't get to So now he is the Lord. Oops. I'll put it up. Yeah, you want to jump in? Yeah, wait. Hey, love you, What's up? Hey, Alicia. What's up? Yeah, thank you for Yo, Miss Lady T. Turn your mic on. Look at the bottom of the page. It should be a mic there. Yeah, okay. Look at the bottom of the page. Okay, so just touch it. Just touch it. And then you gotta see. You see a mic right there. That's the first um, symbol there. Get that mic and it's gonna unmute you. Hey, let me mute. Wait. He was arrested in Chicago. Uh, I think Cook County arrested him. Uh, one of the first things that his lawyer came out and just discredited all these people by calling them liars immediately. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, which seemed to be very unfortunate because later 
uh, he was not his attorney anymore. I think he had, yeah. he had like a huge attorney change or whatever. But um, through through all of this, I mean, does he need help? Does he have a problem? Well, I, I don't know what part of it is a psychological problem and what part of it is sheer ego and hubris. We heard a young victim uh, testify in Brooklyn who said, he once said to me, look at Jerry Lee Lewis. He got away with it. He was able to do whatever he wanted. I should get away with it. I'm a genius. We should be treated differently. You know, so what part of it is the psychological compulsion, brother needs help, what part of it is the sickness, and what part of it is he doesn't give a fuck about any other human being. He never has. You know, I mean, there are many aspects of the story that, that still are unexamined. You know, his attorney in federal court before the sentencing, and he has said in public now several times he was abused by his older sister, right, mm -hmm. as well as an older man. Uh, yeah. But his sister is, I have heard, very religious, downstate, Illinois, remarried, different name, refuses to be found, has never spoken out. She's like, you know, accusing an older woman of abusing a young boy is as bad as mm -hmm. the other way around. Uh, Both of the brothers accused her. Both of them. Carrie, quote, unquote, Killer Kelly, as you want to call him. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> no defense. Uh, she's not on the record. Did this happen? Did it not happen? It certainly doesn't forgive anything. And she was working cleaning toilets and cleaning his mansion uh, for years after he made it rich. Really? I thought so. I thought like they just totally no, didn't talk and no, speak no, at no. all. No, I had that on members of the family who told me that. And he treated his two half brothers like crap. He treated his half sister like crap. He treated everyone who ever worked for him like crap. Um, you know, the man has not engendered loyalty. Sometimes it would last for a decade or, or, or two. Right. But there are two people indicted with him as part of his racketeering enterprise in Chicago. Uh, and both of them, he eventually started treating like crap, which is a kind of, a, you know, the drug lord or the mafia don has to treat his people well or the yeah. people turn witnesses against him. Uh, and clearly the federal government is hoping that some of these people flip on him. Well, I mean, like right now, I mean, the folks who are his co-conspirators or his, the folks who are charged with him, they have to look on and say like, you know, hey, he got 30 years, man. Right, and, and right. There's a, there's a, and there's a long paper trail. And, and I think I sent you the, the notes. I had a, an interview with an attorney. And he said, when the feds come after you, they, they're ready. He's even organizing that R. Kelly gets charged with those two people. This is why they wanted Debo out. When Debo would have gone to sentence it would have been some shit popping off. Just to make sure that Rico looked good, he would have taken 30 years with a smile, yo. Just to make sure all his family eat. Because at the, at the source of it, Debo ain't a bad dude. He's watching out for his family. You know what I'm saying? That's, at, that's at the source of all these things. I still don't like the motherfucker, but you know what I'm saying? I know what he did, what he's doing. I know what he was going to do, and I know what he was going to do it for. Still a fucking piece of shit, but you know what I'm saying? I understand. They are ready. And, they, and, and, you know, they don't, they, they don't they lose. No. You know, they interviewed everyone I ever spoke to in my book when they spread out uh, across the country in 2018. Uh, three dozen uh, uh, investigators. There was nobody that I had ever spoken to that they didn't contact. Not all of them trusted the cops. And that was always part of the problem, too. You know, even the diligent small group of Chicago cops way back in 2000, um, you know, the black community has been treated so poorly by institutional justice, cops, and, and courts uh, for so long, they're not going to talk to the cops, right? But me, as a fat white, Music geek, they, they, you know, they trust me. And then with every story, 
I earned more trust. You know, right. you uh, earn more money because I had reported the truth. And then I want to go back to something you talked about the truth too. There is nothing that you've ever reported or even written about that has had to have been redacted. No, no, not a single correction, clarification, uh, much less a lawsuit. No, it all stands. Twenty-two years of reporting stands on the record. So now we brought up the Jerry Lee Lewis, and 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 I've you know had this discussion with other people before, and they always say like you know people's creativity come at a price. Was the price for him like liking? underage girls or you see someone like Elvis, you know, Elvis married his daughter, I mean, his wife at 14 years old, yeah. right? So, you know, but they're making a movie about Elvis. And do you think that that's why a lot of people in, in the black community are like, you know, like, hey, leave him alone, look at Elvis. So look at Jerry Lee Lewis, you know, do you think that's how people are justifying it? Because they're so in love with the music? We could probably talk for an hour about the ethics of uh, Elvis Presley and Priscilla uh, Bole or Jerry Lee Lewis and his uh, second cousin, Branch. Um, those are marriages that lasted decades and they were with one woman. Again, I say to you, 68 women whose names I know. And they told you don't fuck with them or else they're going to take you to fuck down. Several dozen more involved in the federal trials. Nobody has the body count that R. Kelly has. There's wow. a difference between, you know, from more, you know, Bill Wyman of the Rolling Stones, underage wife. Okay. All right. Yes, men have been treating badly uh, women in pop music since the era of the Bobby Soxers, Jimmy Page, David Bowie. Um, where are the dozens and dozens and dozens of victims? Nobody has that body count like R. Kelly. It is really easy to forgive the hedonism of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, R&B, hip hop, whatever you want to say, right? Uh, the body count speaks. Jim, what inspired you to pen the book? Because I, I would I would tell anyone that has ever doubted your reporting or or, or thinking that you've got it out for him um, that they read that book because man I mean you, you take people through I mean uh, just a timeline journey mm -hmm. throughout the book I, I never wanted to write that book um, I was convinced uh, by my editor uh, that it was needed because of that thing I was talking about the courts the schools the church the journalism uh, the music industry all failed these young black girls. I felt I owed, uh, I owed it all of them who had trusted me for all of these individual stories for 22 years. Uh, besides Mark Kelly and whether or not he would ever be brought to justice because it wasn't clear when I started writing the book. It only became clear a couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, since. Um, you know, I, I felt I owed them, how did this happen, right? That's the question to take away from here. How would this happen? Because if we don't, understand that it's going to happen again. It's happening right now, I have no doubt. Maybe not to the extent of R. Kelly. But it sure never, never, ever gets to that extent. It shouldn't be one teacher, right, and one student. It just shouldn't be. So, Jim, when you found out, I know this isn't about you, um, and it's about you, you did a lot, you did it for those victims, and so this would never happen again, but when you found out that, you know, he got sentenced to 30 years, um, do you, did you feel like this is what it's for? You know, did you feel like you had done the right thing by all these people? What was that feeling that you had? I'm not saying that it's all about you, but what is that feeling? Well, I, you know, I, I always defer to the women, Eric. I mean, yeah. when he's convicted, what I heard from those who I'm still in touch with is, I'm glad I was finally believed in a court of law, and oh. uh, but it's too little too late for that damage to be repaired for me. So I think that's the message too little, too late. But also it, it, it is not 
satisfying in any way. This man was unequivocally a musical genius, okay? Yeah. And to see the damage that he did with his music as opposed to bringing good to the world makes me uh, depressed. I, I, I was proud to hear put into court records with documenting evidence, all of the things I've reported, but ultimately- All the things you reported. I mean, I am a punk rocker, okay? Mm -hmm. I am not freaking Bono of you two. We can sing together and feed Africa. You know, no, 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 no. Decades of imperialism, capitalism, and racism are not gonna be erased by your stupid song, you two. All right, I'm not mm -hmm. that. But Check I out the Juice Speaks. Amanda Staples, who just turned 82. Walking arm in arm with her sisters and Dr. King as the hoses in Alabama and Mississippi are turned on her and the dogs are let loose and the Billy clubs are swinging. I'm not saying this. civil rights had some progress. We ain't there yet because of her singing. I'm saying her singing inspired us to fight the fight. That is the power I believe that music has. And to think that R. Kelly could have done that, and for some people did, I believe mm -hmm. I can fly. But at the cost of 68 women whose names I know. Uh, I mean, you know, it is, it is hard. There is not a lot of great music he's that hood. comes from the forces of hatred. Um, name for me a great anti-Semitic band. Name for me a great white power band. Name mm -hmm. for me a, a great Nazi band. No, no, there's not. For the mm -hmm. most part, you know, music inspires and uplifts, you know, and what we're left with in the Kelly legacy, you know, and Jackson's is just as complicated. But Michael Jackson's is easier to deal with. My life would be very poor indeed if I had to cut out the Jackson 5 or all the great solo albums. You know, up against the walls, the masterpiece, not thriller. But whatever, we can have that debate, right? It'd be a great conversation, right? All right. It's not until the last two albums, History and Invincible, that he begins protesting his innocence. Media, do your job. You're going to crucify me like you crucify the Lord, right? Those credible accusations of abusing young boys, right? He takes on the Santa Barbara County DA in uh, by name, right? And you know, when he is singing about those issues, I can't ignore them, right? I can still listen to Jackson 5 and all the other solo albums. Ben, a love song to a rat. What the hell was that about? Okay. Um, with Kelly, it's harder to separate because we now ben know is that he's sex in the kitchen and trapped in the closet and I want to be your sexosaurus. We know mm -hmm. what all of that meant, and it meant 15-year-olds, right? So now we're left with this mess. What do we do? With these like, thirty years, yeah, scratching of, pieces, of music, you know, and that's unprecedented yeah. too. That's yeah. really, you know, and look, Charles Manson's music is still streaming on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. David Koresh, who had the cult in Waco that all died, mm -hmm. right, you know, is still streaming on Apple and Spotify. People collected John Wayne Gacy, murderer of thirty-six homosexual boys. They collected his jailhouse paintings of clown faces. There are some, to borrow Carrie Kelly's phrase to me, some sick MFers who are drawn to this evil. It was interesting that you bring up uh, Kerry Kelly because at one point uh, there were some things that you know he was saying that were uh, not in his brother's best interest. Yeah, he, now, he's gone back now, and forth. He's gone, yeah. you know, he's gone, and so has Bruce, the other half brother. The only one we've never heard from is Teresa, the sister. Mm -hmm. And I just feel, I mean, maybe that woman, woman did what he's accused her of, and maybe she didn't. Right? We've never heard her speak. Right? Uh, it was a messed up upbringing. Uh, I, I've gotten that from everyone close to him who, who talked to me over the years. Um, yeah, they've all gone back and forth, Eric, at different times. He's paying them, and then he's not paying them, and then that affects what they're saying and what they're not saying. And you know, it's... Okay, so his own brothers 
or switching up when they get paid and they're not getting paid. But the women ain't. The women ain't. The women, the women who ain't even related to this nigga. They, their stories are credible all the time. He also said Michael Jackson's stories, um, allegations were not credible. Taz Jackson, I'm gonna tag you in this, bro. I hope you listen. It's sad. Uh, yeah, it, it is, man. And just to, uh, you know, like I told you, even in the call, I mean, years ago, you, you, I couldn't, I'd be lying to you if I told you I'd never heard a song, danced a song, went yeah. to a concert, anything like that. But now, uh, you know, when you have your own children, your own daughters, and you, you just have to think, could I support that? And the answer yeah. is you can't. Yeah. You really can't. Well, you know, Jim, I think you've, you've done some fine work, man. And I believe you, your work has also brought some peace to some people. Um, cool, and bro. also probably help some future people avoid something happening to them. And I know it's always, you know, with you, it's always about uh, those victims and about those women. And uh, I'm going to tell you, my man, you did your job. Uh, you did your job. Well, you know, somebody asked me about this yesterday from Australia, and um, I deferred to Toronto Burke, who launched hashtag me too more than a decade before everybody gets excited because Harvey Weinstein preyed on white actresses. Mm -hmm. Toronto and I were talking and she once kind of side-eye wisely says to me, you get the messages still, right? And we're not talking about the Kelly story. There is so much abuse of young women out there. I, I can't take this on again, Eric. You know, if you know, I was going to ask you, damn near killed me the first time. I, I was going to, I was going to ask you, just, just in, 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 in reading your book, you, I mean, heck, somebody's thrown bricks through your window, shot at your house. Yeah. You've had some personal threats before. Yeah. If now he's trying to look for money for himself, he wants to publish it. Hear that? This was approached to you again. What'd you go through with it? No, one of the reasons I, I do these interviews and I talk plenty to other young journalists who say, how do I do these stories? I, I now refer people who seem credible uh, to other reporters. It, it's, I, wow. I'm 57, man. I want to talk to you about the Yola record uh, and the new <laughs> wet leg record. And I want to teach my students at Columbia College. Uh, I don't think I have this in me again. And, and Tarana too, you know, and what she was saying is the amount of pain that people come to her with. Yeah. Uh, you can't take all of that on. And that's the reason to keep talking about it because it's system-wide, it's endemic. And it's, uh, it's, it's if we have made two steps forward with both uh, Me Too and Black Lives Matter, we damn well know we've also made one big jump back for everyone. You know, Bill Cosby's out, acquitted on a technicality. And Harvey Weinstein is in jail, but Jeffrey Epstein, you know, Acquitted on the technicality, meaning that a political official used the case in order to get elected. And actually, there was no credible accusations against him. And he actually gave the woman Benadryl, you fucking piece of shit. Deprived his victims of justice. And where are the enablers and co-conspirators? I freaked the fuck out of a BBC reporter during a live interview yesterday when I said, yeah, well, uh, you know, he's a Maxwell convicted in the Epstein case. But Prince Andrew, and then, oh, let's not talk about Prince Andrew. And then, well, motherfucker, we got to talk about <laughs> Prince Andrew, and we got to talk about everybody else because yeah. you know there has been no penalty. Uh, Dream Hampton says no one's above the law, man. Jive Records, right, ought to be forced to give a big chunk of the income from R. Kelly to victims' organizations. That's what it's about. Right? And Jive, Jive was one fucked up label, man. Britney Spears, look at the mess they made of her, in sync wow. with the sexual abuse of those boys, right? I mean. And they ain't paid any penalty. You know, Glassbender sits in retirement under a palm tree on one of the Cayman Islands. He's going for all of them. He's going for all of them. This guy's a mafia boss, yo.
Right. So what, what what happens to his music? All of it. I mean, who has it? Who owns it? Well, it's on Spotify streaming, you know, and Apple. And someone, someone's making money. Someone's making money. It's, it's not going to him. He's in, in, in so much debt. I am a broke-ass legend. Um, I think there's no right or wrong. I think uh, art is so subjective to us individually. If you mm -hmm. tell me I still love I Believe I Can Fly, I condemn everything he did, but I love the song. I don't think you're wrong. If you say to me, if I'm in a club or at a wedding and I hear his music, I get sick to my stomach, and if the DJ wouldn't turn it off, I leave. I don't think you're right. No wrong or right. There's only the individual answer that each of us will have. Because they still want to sell the music. The only thing that is, you know, undeniably wrong is to not give a shit about his victims. That is, that is strong. And I think, I think that the, the New York County movement had, had a really good capitalist point. It was not censorship, right? They were saying, look, uh, I, I, let me put it in my terms. I like a chicken sandwich, right? I mm -hmm. love me a good chicken sandwich. I'll go to Harold's Chicken in Chicago, right? I'm mm -hmm. not going to go to Chick-fil-A. Because as good as that sandwich allegedly is, other chicken sandwich fans tell me, it is brought to you by a company that supports, you know, teachers wear, wearing guns and uh, hates gay people, right? Mm. I don't agree with that. I ain't yeah. going to go there. That's capitalism. I'm not mm. going to give you my dollar, right? He's no right. longer touring, so it's not a problem of concert ticket dollars. There is no more physical product, right? His point zero one cent, which is not even going to go to him, uh, from the Spotify stream, I don't think we really have to worry about. And, and eventually there will be a civil lawsuit that says any money that trickles in to, to the Kelly estate from now on should go to the victims, right? Drea fucks her own children over, yo. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Will be civil lawsuits that wow. follow the criminal, um, but but you know it's just it's just capitalism. Don't give your money to companies that believe in evil shit. Yeah. So this like man, it's, it's just amazing uh, to see you know to to go back to what you said about what Demetrius Smith said. Like you know there would be legal women, and he chose you know the person in the corner with the braces who had acne issues. Yeah. Um, I um Demetrius Smith, the guy who got. Quote unquote said they were married. However, all of the certificates we saw until 2022 have been reportedly have been different. There's three other flipping wealth certificates. How can you bribe somebody who's been working for 40 years in the court? Was it 40 years at that time? 40 years in the court. Uh, I, I appreciate everything. 30 years. I mean, 30 more years. I mean, they're going to be people who are going to be. It was a politician. Um, uh, and there may be some who just say, you know, great job. But I think, you know, uh, everything that you did, uh, you protected a lot of future women from getting hurt. Um, you, Mary, and Athen Palace, you guys should be very proud of the work that you've done because um, who knows? Mary and Abner Palace, whatever their name is, they need to get investigated. And you could have saved the hell out of somebody in the next decade or 25 years from now just from the work that you did. Well, back then. Yeah, so. it, it's Tiffany, it is Geronda, it is Jovante, it, it is, it is uh, Dominique, it is, it, you know, that it's them, Eric. It's them, mm -hmm. and yeah. it's them, and you helped them, and you defended the future Dominiques, Gerondas, and everyone else. So um, thank you, man, thank you. Thank you well, for thank you, you for your interest, and yeah, uh, it would be nice if people read the book. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's tell them about that book. Tell these people how to find that book, where to buy it, me, Fuck uh, your book, fat fucker. I hope you, I hope you die of eating chicken. You anybody want to hop up in here quick? <laughs> yeah, love yourself. This guy is sick. 
This guy is sick. Anybody want to hop up in here quick? My battery's about to bounce. I'm just here about to see if um, when Jenny J hops on. Hops on, yo. But this is sick. All right. On Monday, nearly 17 years. So he started 2001. He started 2017. This is a fucking mafia boss. I keep telling people, yo. <laughs> yeah, love yourself. Yo, if you want to hop on quick, yo, this guy's a motherfucking weirdo. Like he started all these cases. This and then he's going. I'm going for in sync. I'm going for this name. I'm going for Prince Andrew. Yo, I got him. All y'all are done. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get that money, nigga. Like, this guy is a he thinks he's a don. This little fat piece of shit looking like a frog. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> Can't say I hate him. I, I, I understand what he's doing. I don't agree with what he's doing at all. At all, I hope he goes to jail for under the jail. I hope, I hope they just be like, you know what? You've been pressuring females. You've been attacking families. You know, you've been spreading rumors, been spreading lies about Aaliyah. You're, you're, you're behind every single story on R. Kelly and have been stalking him for 30 years. Just pass over the BuzzFeed, you know, pass over your house. Take the shirt off your back, the shoes, the pants, <laughs> everything, nigga. You going down. <laughs> you are going down. R. Kelly ain't broke no more. R. Kelly could never be broke again. That's $1.7 billion in R. Kelly's pocket. Thank you, Deborah Goddess. Can you give me your um your connection to NBC? Cause we need to see who's been funneling you that money, that 200 million that you got. And how much money they made off of all the news coverage. When the news becomes the mafia, what you going to do? They watch everything. They want every corner. They got every camera. When the news is your mafia, yo. They took out Kevin Samuels. Like, you know, that nigga stroked out. They going, Michael Jackson. Again, Taj Jackson got to fight this shit. He just got the arm. Um, the suckers in that video knock the fuck out. Not it's not on the technicality these people are getting off. It's because you have made a narrative. You want the narrative to stick, and it's not sticking because the truth don't fit the motherfucking narrative. I'm just like, oh my gosh. That means anybody, black, white, whatever, because they got Weinstein. I don't really believe the Epstein shit because he had too many 747s. If we talking about trafficking and you got subs and shit. Yo, I want to see, <laughs> I want to see the whole of Haiti getting packed in these planes and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to see what y'all really doing, these adoption agencies. And, yo, these people are nuts. As far as the promises that are being made to these women, it's just like Aaliyah, isn't it? The two young women are at, who are at the center of these accusations from Florida and Georgia, both are incredibly talented young singers. I've heard their music. And they and their parents were seduced or conned or believed the best that R. Kelly could help him give them careers in the music industry. That's the Aaliyah story. And that was told in 2000 when we first ran it in the Chicago Sun-Times. And what did he call the album that he wrote for her and produced? It was his title, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. <laughs> this nigga just been hooking up with all these young girls and he making songs about it, nigga. Like, <laughs> and he got off the case. Even though we had a fake tape, he got off. Yo, man, I'm going to be out, yo, because my, my, my thing, yo, Miss Lady T, hop up, man. I don't know if you heard everything, yo. Invite to speak. 
Yeah, so I put you in the audience because I heard you. I couldn't get you muted. I don't know how to use this phone thing. I ain't got too much control on the phone. Yo, this nigga's done. It's just like Leah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, love yourself. Can you characterize it in any way? I can't go beyond what's in the story at this point, but it's very sexually explicit. Disturbing. Not as disturbing as the videotape that was shown in his trial, but it's very important to remember. Didn't he say the jury weren't even allowed to see the, the videotape? Didn't he say that out of his own mouth? Yeah. Miss Lady T, yeah, I'm mute, girl. This is crazy. He said that nobody could see the flipping videotape in the trial. And that um, whatchamacallit, they the, the, the parents were shipped overseas and couldn't what the fuck? <laughs> And now he's, oh, this tape is more disturbing. And he abused his position of fame and influence to bully them into illegal sexual relationships. The one lawsuit that is mentioned in the story today, that girl slit her wrist after her relationship with Kelly ended. <laughs> what? There have been more than a dozen settlements before a suit was ever formally filed. I think everybody who committed suicide in Chicago, <laughs> your parents need to file a suit now. If they ever met... Or Kelly in the mall. <laughs> we gonna get the money. Yo, you going down, sucker. That's 1.7 billion. I just want you to pass it over. Don't, don't, don't even, don't even, just give me your emails. Don't, we don't want the bleach bit. You know what I'm saying? How long do you work on the story? Nine months. It came to me in early November. <laughs> I got, I got, I got it in the booty. <laughs> From a 15-year-old, and all of a sudden, yeah. I never heard about the homos, but I brought a homo there. Like, nigga, please. What was the reporting process like? Was that was most of that time spent trying to get people to talk? Most of that time was spent post Hulk Hogan and Gawker finding a media outlet that was willing to run it. I'd been lying with BuzzFeed since Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> and those were 12-plus hours days every single day until this morning. You were going around looking for funding. I've been a rock critic. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. He always says this. He got tattoos on his arms. You can't trust this man around no kid. If you have kids and you know Jimmy, just say, no. I'm out. I'm out. Take your kids. Run. Don't, don't, let, him come. don't let him come to school. Anybody he knows, If you just take a picture. Take a picture of them like, and send it to the local police station. I've been a rock critic since I was 17. I'm about to be 53. I understand groupie culture in R&B and rock and roll. That means he's been fat and ugly since 23 years old. <laughs> You've been a fat, no, no, no. Yeah, fat and ugly for like 23 years old. I understand groupie culture in R&B and rock and roll. And I'm firmly in favor of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I don't think this is that. I think this is something very, very different. And so to the extent that those women are of age and are able to do whatever they want, you know, their parents say it's something very different. Very, very different. <laughs> the two women who were brave enough to speak on the record who were part of this for more than a year, each were saying that it's something very different. <laughs> and a former personal a former personal assistant says it's something very different, 97 baby girl. So I don't have to characterize it. I'm reporting what they're saying. I don't think it's fun and games. You know this, if you were in court for this child pornography trial, that video was something horrifyingly different than the Kardashian sex tape. Okay, when I wrote about R. Kelly again, when the Bill Cosby stuff came out, 
I said these accusations hadn't seemed to have any effect on Kelly's career. Is that right? Has he suffered any consequences in terms of popularity or sales? He wrote about R. Kelly. When I wrote about R. Kelly, again, when the Bill Cosby stuff came out, these people are all spreading money. Josh Levin from Culture Box. These people are all spreading money. It's like, yo, come up, boss. Come and talk. <laughs> I can get 3000 tomorrow, right? I need to get some kids in here for Pizzagate. <laughs> yo, y'all need to check it out, though. But um, I got a call in early November from the Georgia parents, who at that point had been trying hard to get their girl to come home since she disappeared. They knew my work from reporting on this since 2000, and they had gone to the police the campus police, and the police in the area of Duluth, Georgia, the suburb where Kelly's renting a home. They had gone to lawyers, and they had not gotten any help at any turn, and they came to the media as sort of a last resort. Same thing with the Florida parents. I'm going to leave the rest of Dana J to knock out, yo. Come out. I'm almost out of battery, yo. Yo, Ms. Lady T, she ain't want to say nothing. She, I want to hear the giggle. Yo. <laughs> These motherfuckers are sick. Anyway, yo, I hope everybody got a good night. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pop in for Dana Live in a sec, yo, because I know he probably going to pop on tonight. And if he don't pop on, yo, we have another little thing. We'll be going on this thing. But, yo, anybody want to say anything on it? Like, I'm going to invite you again. Love, hey, love yourself. You ain't here quiet as a motherfucker. But, yeah, you know this. Yo, it don't make sense. We've been supporting R. Kelly from the jump. And now all these widows, not everybody's getting exposed. We're going to keep the fuck quiet. I've seen this nigga do this shit <laughs> since 1996. Fuck 2000. Yo, Jim Devergottis or Kelly. Jim Devergottis or Kelly. Let's say 1996. Chicago Tribune. Right? This is how you made it. This is, yo. Okay, in 2000. He keeps saying 2000. In this September 2019. No, I want 1996. The Jim Devergottis. What was he doing in 1996? I know he had a story. He said it himself, like he was on this from '96. Because all the stories about Leah went big, and he was he was unsealing records, and he was doing this and doing that. And... Yo, Willie Jones, man, I hope when you're done with this here, I know you're keeping quiet and shit. I hope you become a serious private investigator. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason why all of us who are seeing this thing, all Kelly supporter who first sued Kelly in 1996 for the first time in the book. So that's, that's Tawana, Tawana Webber name is, um, Crawley, Crawling. These are like, oh, disgusting people. Yo, anyways, yo, I'm gonna hop off in here cause my battery about to be dead, yo. This is crazy though. You're being sued for 10 million, that's how you know. Tiffany Hawkins, when you're, well, you're being, oh, job records was named in many of the lawsuits. Let's talk about the music industry's semi culpability. This is Rolling Stone. Job records was named in many of the lawsuits. And Washington Post's Jeff Edges is the only one who succeeded in getting job label heads, Barry Weiss and Clive Calder, that's who he said he was going for, for NSYNC and all that, on the record. And he did, and that's valuable. And Weiss was blowing it off. I ran a record company. How was I supposed to know? Well, you're being sued for $10 million. That's how you know. Job this is Tiffany Hawkins' 1996 lawsuit against Kelly, which claimed the singer had underage sex with her starting at age 15.
The label, all right, so he said nobody wasn't talking about it. He said he broke the story with Aaliyah in 2000, but he been on this since 90. Nah, man. He been on this since 98 or something, man. I know every, I have a feeling. I got this strong feeling. Every flipping, bro, rumor that came about since 96, because he ran, he was he was in the Chicago Tribune. He young. He ain't had no real job. He coming up broke. He fat as fuck. He can't get no pussy. He rock and roll with tattoos on his arm, trying to get little kids and shit in his car, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that from my point of view. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you know how much child prostitution is in um is in Chicago? I remember they were talking about the dude from New York Undercover, um, Malik Yoba, right? They say after New York Undercover or whatever, during in between the sessions, he used to troll around and drive around in New York picking up like kids. And they trying to make them kids. But I think maybe they were legal age young prostitutes. I don't know. But I remember the story they said kids. And that's I ain't hear much about that after that. I guess when you a, a, a BG, you know what I'm saying? Like it's cool. <laughs> a BGQ. <laughs> what I think is singularly a sheer amount. Yo. New Yorkers who first sued. Yo, he was going at him from before this. He owes him BuzzFeed. All Kelly is owed as we speak. $1.7 billion plus. All Kelly, that's just BuzzFeed. All Kelly on top of that is owed all the news coverage money from NBC who funded BuzzFeed to the tune of $200 million. The least you can give him when he comes out is $200 million, right? I don't think that's the least. That's the least you would, I mean, you gave it to Jim, Deborah Goddess to do this thing here in 2017. You ain't hear about this. He jumped it off. He popped it off in 2000. He popped it off in 2017. He's a mafia boss. When everybody's writing in letters talking about they getting pressured, who's the man, who's the button, trigger button behind the pressure? When we saying we want to get R. Kelly out this quote-unquote Rico trial where he's with two other people, yo, who's the person saying he got to stay with two other people? This is $200 million, yo. Yeah, what up, what up? Yeah, Miss Lady T, hop in, hop in. I'm just here doing my little dialogue, but yo. Miss Lady T quiet again? <laughs> Yo, who else on there? Yeah, no doubt. I'm Love right here. Hey, Miss Lady T. You, this is crazy. It this is. is absolutely nuts. He's been doing this for 30 years, and he's always been a fat fuck. <laughs> we know he's probably dealing with weirdness, and he's been pushing every case. It's absolutely nuts. It's about Chicago and by extension, society and America feeling young black girls at every level. How many girls go missing in Chi-Town and he don't talk about none of them? Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm gonna let you have the last word, Miss Lady T, and I'm gonna I'm a pop out because my battery about to go. Uh well, I mean, this is a good a good conversation what we having. You know. You know, this crowd's about to get crazy though. Yo. That trial ain't even gonna come off. You already got the mafia kingpin. I want all your motherfucking emails. I want your your server. Don't bleach bit shit. Don't bring don't bring out a hammer, nigga. We got you on record on many different. You know, I want your company. I want your shirt. I want your pants. I want your shoes. I want your hat. I want the dog. I when she ugly. Huh? No, I want the dog. The cat. <laughs> Everything, ever, everything, everything. <laughs> That's one point seven billion dollars. R. Kelly is now worth, in addition to his publishing. 
and then Avenatti too. You gotta give up whatever you got, yo. You on your house arrest? Not no more. Go back to jail. Do not cross. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, Monopoly. Yeah, NBC, yo, Fox Soul. You know Fox Soul was dogging on Kelly for a minute. This is how they all get money. Fox. This is the second big case I'm seeing Fox Soul in um, Miss Lady T. But I guess mm -hmm. I can't say that because this is about Deborah Goddess. I want that money. <laughs> so, yeah, but thanks, thanks for hopping in, y'all. I'm sorry I didn't get EJ Brandon back in here too, yeah, Absolutely nuts. Yo, what time Dana doing now? I don't know what time. Well, he should I be on. Huh? I hope he be on soon. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go do some things, get ready, and organize my dog. Come, I got to make room for another dog because we about to take Deborah Goddess's dog. <laughs> I got I to make a dog house. <laughs> Yo, Dana J, right? And the Dream Team, when y'all done, right? Go for this money. You okay, know what I'm saying? We will. Yeah, they, they ain't gonna let me speak too long. I'm on, I'm all across the board on, on some other shit. I'm like talking about you validated. They ain't got no kids in that motherfucker. Ha ha ha. They, they, gonna, they gonna come from my black hands. Nah, that's nah, a lot of money. Nah. Let's mm -hmm. take his Mercedes. Yeah, he got a Mercedes? Yo, he gotta have, he gotta have a fleet of cars. He gotta be bigger than any rap artist that he ever um covered. Or for mm -hmm. Jeff or Kelly. He richer than Lil Wayne. He got more money than Jigga. <laughs> wait, wait. Do you think? Do you think? Um, Jay Z got something to do with this. I don't think Everything. Jay Z got nothing. Everything. I don't think Jay Z got nothing to do with this. You don't think so? Yo, Prima, Prima Donna put up a live the other day, right? Well, who owns publishing and even including Aaliyah's um publishing, Bump and Grind ben and Hackerson. the other one? Yeah, Universal Z that you see pop up. That Z is for Jigga. It's it's all about publishing. Because remember, you got to have a favor for a favor. We're dealing with satanic cult, right? So mm -hmm. Jim Devergott is organizing on the media side. He's the media He's the media boss. He's the media mafia boss, right? Mm -hmm. Jay-Z got connections in the DNC. He gets Obama to, to use his appointment. He, you refer me a judge. Because we need to get this popping. Refer mm -hmm. me a judge. Um, choke no joke, yo. Go out there and talk that shit. Be cool now, nigga. I send you, I send you a kite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I send you some false teeth, nigga. <laughs> I, I gotta do just gives the eight ball. <laughs> yup, yup. He, yo, he'll do anything for that, yo. Yo, actually, there was a live when choke no joke. This is how deep it is, right? There was a live when choke no joke did, where he said mm -hmm. he saw a fight outside with two females, and he went to go stop it, and one of the girls was pistol whipping the other girl. And he got blood mm -hmm. on his tongue. I don't believe mm -hmm. that shit for a second. I even think that date, that 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 live, that video, they need to check inside that area for a police report. And if they have any police reports, y'all got to check that area for a meat market or some kind of cannibalism going on. That nigga look like mm -hmm. a Brooklyn vampire. He look like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> a cracker <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Nah, mm -mm. man. Anyway, Miss Lady T, I'm out. I'm going to go get ready for this live with Dana J. And go and listen okay. to the beautiful thing. Yo, respect okay. to the fullest. Thanks for joining, man. Okay, dear. All right, sis. Bless. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Yo, respect.